Welcome to the Three Creeks Church Podcast. One of the foundational beliefs in Christianity is the Trinity, one God in three persons, the Father, the Spirit, and the Son. In this series, we're diving in, asking honest questions and getting to know a God who loves us, who saves us, and who changes us. To find out more about Three Creeks Church, visit threecreekschurch.com. Man, somebody asked me today, like, how are you? And I just said, pinch me. Are you kidding? Somebody pinch me. I'm living my dream. I, uh, I just love my family. I love being here in Gehenna. And I love my church. And I love Christmas. And I'm living my dream. And so thank you guys so much for coming tonight. Again, my name is Joel. I get to be the pastor here. And I'm having a blast. And I was wondering if you noticed... You probably didn't because the kids were too cute to notice. But I was wondering if you noticed... The, the words that the kids were singing to or dancing to. It said, born unto us this day a Savior, a light for all mankind, goodwill to all the earth, and peace divine. Those, I mean, that's a kid's song, but those are some heavy, heavy words. And those are some meaningful words, and if you actually believe those words, I would say that those are life-changing song lyrics. Peace, divine. This year, I've been trying to pay attention to the words of Christmas songs. Some of you guys have been singing Christmas songs since Halloween. We're going to have a special time of prayer for you after the service. (laughs) But for the rest of us that are sane, we've been singing them for about a month. And everywhere you go, if you could turn on the radio, you go to a store, you go to Easton, you know, it's Christmas song after Christmas song, and, and it's just on repeat. And you hear the same ones over and over, and if you're anything like me, it just becomes routine. I just, I can sing them all. And I know the tune, and I know most of the words, but this year, I've been trying to think about the words that I'm singing, and I have realized that I am singing a lot of things that I don't understand. Like the song that we sang earlier tonight, I was thinking about it, it goes, long lay the world in sin and error, pining? I have no idea what pining means, or I think you guys know this one, I'm not a real good singer, so you guys got to help me out a little bit, deck the halls with boughs of holly, a little faster, tis the season to be jolly, don we now our gay apparel, Troll, the ancient Yuletide Carol. I have no, no idea what that means. Maybe the most popular Christmas carol song is We Wish You a Merry Christmas. And verse 2 says, now bring us some... What? Does anybody have any idea what figgy pudding is? That sounds grosser than eggnog. How about, uh, in the meadow we can build a snowman... And pretend like he is, who is Parson Brown? In fact, if you Google it, nobody actually knows who Parson Brown is, but we all sing it. And maybe, uh, this is certainly the most offensive, sing it with me. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright. Round yon virgin. Do we just call the young pregnant lady round? Is that, is that what we did? Because we just did it. 
And so this year, I've been trying to think about the words that I'm singing. Are you like me? Do you ever do this where if you're honest, you just do the things because everybody's doing the things? And you just say the words or sing the songs because that's what you're supposed to do in December, where it can become very routine. We're, we're at, at Three Creeks, we're actually finishing this series that we started a couple weeks ago called The Trinity. This beautiful picture of God where there's God the Father and God the Son and God the Spirit, and they are one. They are one God. And, and tonight I just want to talk to you for about 15 more minutes about the Son. The Son. We, we talked about the Father, we talked about the Spirit, and if you want to go on YouTube or Spotify, you can catch up on those. But tonight I want to focus in on the Son, and I want to take you to a few of my favorite Christmas songs. I would propose that these are Christmas songs that have some pretty heavy lyrics. They're theologically deep, and I want to tell you what they mean, and I want to tell you what they mean for us in 2021. As you have already been able to tell, I'm like a 6 out of 10 vocally singing. So if you would sing with me, it would certainly make this part less awkward for me. Let's sing this together. The first Noel the angels did say was to certain poor shepherds in fields as they lay in fields where they lay keeping their sheep on a cold winter's night that was so deep Noel, hell Noel, Noel, Noel. Let me hear you. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, man, giving him a, giving yourself a six. That was generous. Born is the king of Israel. When's the last time you thought about this? When you stopped, it's a song that you probably already sang four times this week, but when's the last time you thought about the weight of that line? Born is the king of Israel. If you, if you know uh, the history of the Bible in the Old Testament, God's people is the nation of Israel. It's the Israelites. And for the first half of the Old Testament, they don't have a king. God is their king. And Israel goes, we want a king because we want to be like all the other nations that are around us. We want to be like the Amalekites and the Babylonians. We want to be like everybody else. So we want a king. And God says, no, 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 I'm your king. I got you. Trust me. And they go, no, we want a king. And, and God relents and he gives them what they want. And they get this king. In fact, they get a lot of kings and they all lead, basically all of them, lead Israel in re rebellion against God to the point where they're captured and exiled and oppressed by other nations, and they're kingless once again 400 years later. 400 years after they get their king, they're kingless again, and now they're exiled in another country being oppressed by the Babylonians. And then they start mumbling again, we just need a king again. If we just had a king, we could get out of here. Somebody to save us, somebody to rescue us, somebody to deliver us. Let's call him the Messiah. We need a king. That's what they said. 
And on that cold winter's night that was so deep, born is the king of Israel. Born is Jesus. And Jesus was going to come and he was going to rescue them. He was going to save them. But he wasn't going to save them from other man-made kingdoms. He wasn't going to go save them politically from the Babylonians or the Persians or the Romans or whoever's turn it was to oppress the Israelites. He, wasn't, he had bigger plans than that. Jesus came to save them from their sins. In Matthew chapter 1, verse 21, it says, She will give birth to a son. It's talking about Mary giving birth to Jesus. And you're to give him the name Jesus because he will save the people from their sins. You see, Jesus was this king that was born to Israel, but he wasn't going to go save them from other people. He was going to go save them from themselves, from their mistakes, from their sin, from, from what actually separated them from God. It's a pretty good song if you think about it. Here's another one. This is my, my daughter's favorite one. I think, uh, I think we'll like singing it together. Try it with me. Away in a manger, no crib for a bed. The little Lord Jesus laid down his sweet head. The stars in the sky looked down where he lay. The little Lord Jesus. The word Lord means he to whom a person belongs, or the owner or the master, and the one who is in full control of things. And I don't know about you, but when I picture baby infant Jesus, I don't think, I don't know, full control is not really what comes to mind. I've had a couple babies myself. Hmm. I'm kind of in control in that situation, not them. Kind of as an oxymoron, little Lord Jesus, you know? It's like jumbo shrimp, you know? It's like, it's kind of funny to think about. The gospel writer in Luke said this. He said, today in the town of David, which is Bethlehem, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah he is the Lord. He's in full control. I know that's hard to believe, but it's true that Jesus, even as a baby, was in full control. There's this, uh, there's this thing that theologians and people that are way smarter than me came up with, and they, it's called the Pactum Salutis. You ever heard of the Pactum Salutis? It's, it's, it's a term used to describe in the, the, the eternal agreement between God the Father and God the Son to save all of the people of the world through Jesus. But they made the plan up before the ages began. And when that little Lord Jesus was born in that little town of Bethlehem, the plan, the one that they shook on infinity ago, was finally underway. That Jesus was going to come as the little Lord Jesus in full control to come and initiate this plan to save the world from their sins. Here's one more. Maybe it's my favorite. Hark the herald angels sing. It's verse 2. I think you'll figure it out. Try this with me. 
Christ by highest heaven adored, Christ the everlasting Lord. Late in time, behold him come, offspring of a virgin's womb. Veiled in flesh, the Godhead see, hail the incarnate deity. Jesus, our Amen. Listen to this, look look at some of the things that are in that. Like we just sing that. If you're anything like me, I just sing it. I've sang it five hundred times since the last time I actually thought about it. Veiled in flesh, the Godhead see. The incarnate deity, pleased as man with men to dwell, Jesus, our Emmanuel. That's a lot for a guy like me to take in while I'm singing it. You know? That is so deep and so true. But let me show you, let me, let me show you one verse in the Bible that I think wraps up that second verse of Hark the Herald Angels Sing and, and, just, and just boils it down for a simple guy like me. In John chapter 1, verse 14, it says that the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. In other words, Jesus, who is God, took on a body and lived with us. When it says that he was veiled in flesh, it means that he was God in a body. When it says incarnate deity, it means that he was God in human form. When it says that he was pleased to dwell with men, that's because he loved us. He did it for us. He didn't do it for himself. He left his throne in heaven to come and do this for us. And then it says, Jesus, our Emmanuel, which actually is translated God with us. Jesus was God in the flesh. He's the only person that ever could have died for your sins. I love you, but I couldn't have died for your sins because I'm a human. And I have God's sins that need paid for too. But Jesus, God in the flesh, came and initiated this process to save the world from their sins. You guys, these songs are so rich and they're so deep and they're rooted in God's word and they exclaim true things about God. And when you slow down and think about them, it's actually awesome. It's awesome to think about. But if you're anything like me, I've, I've said it a few times, I just buzz through them. I just turn on the radio and just sing along and I don't even think about it. And if I'm not careful, I go through this whole season. I don't even think about why we're doing this stuff. I just run as fast as I can to get to Christmas morning. And then I eat food for six days in a row, you know? Like I just go, 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 go. And I'm trying to stop and think about it. Uh, I have right now a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and a one-year-old. And so my life, every year, we get invited to 122 birthday parties, right? Like all of our kids' friends, it's just, it's really fun, but to be honest with you, it's a lot, right? Like my first question, Morgan's like, hey, this person has a birthday party, and I'm like, what are the other dads, what other dads are going to be there, you know? Good snacks? All right, I'm in. And I go to the parties, and, and I kind of make my way to the snack table and get myself a little plate, and I'm like, all right, where are the dads at? And, and kind of my time to, to spend time with the dads of the kids that my kids like. 
And on multiple occasions, I've had this thought. I'm standing there, and I'm, I'm like, you enjoying myself. Somebody made me come, honestly, but I'm there, right? Kind of like how some of you probably feel tonight. Somebody made you come, but you're here. I'm sitting there, and, and, and it dawned on me, oh my goodness, I have no idea whose birthday this actually is. <laughs> and and I, I'm exposed when it's like, happy birthday to Bahi, you know? And <laughs> I've been at these birthday parties. I don't even know whose birthday party this is. And I wonder, let me just, let me just ask you the question. Do you know whose birthday party this is? This is not Santa's birthday. It's not Rudolph's birthday. It's not the elf on the shelf's birthday. This is all about Jesus. Sometimes, man, this is how my December goes if I'm not careful. Did you get the presents? Yeah, I got the presents. All the presents? Yeah, I think they're on their way. Let me check my phone. Uh, They're on their way. They should be here tomorrow. Okay, good. Are we going to do bags or wrap them this year? Wow, God, bags are easier. Let's do bags. We got to go to zoo lights. Everybody does zoo lights. That's why I don't want to go to zoo lights. I don't want to sit in traffic. But everybody does zoo lights. It's a zoo out there. Yeah. How long could a dog stay in a box? Will it bark? Are we really ready to potty train a dog? Are the kids really ready for a dog? Did you remember the elf on the shelf? Did you remember to RSVP for the party? Did you remember to turn on the Christmas lights? Did you remember to blow out the candles? Did you remember to leave the cookies out? Did you remember to, did you remember to, did you remember to, and I just go, 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 and if I don't stop, I forget whose birthday party this is. I forget whose birthday party this is. I want to give us a minute just to stop and take a deep breath and I want to remind everybody in the room whose birthday party this is that this that this is about the king of Israel Jesus that this is about the little Lord Jesus that this is about the incarnate deity Jesus that it's about Emmanuel, God with us, Jesus. That it's about the one who will be named Jesus, who will save the world from their sins, Jesus. This is whose birthday party this is. Now, I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I'm also not a fool. And I know there's some folks in the room Maybe you've been around church. Maybe you like the idea of church. Maybe you're cool with Jesus, but you're not cool with church. I get that this is a service that you might attend and you may not plan on attending another one. I get that. But I just want you to know, if that's you, that the King of Israel, Jesus, God in the flesh, Jesus, came for you. And nobody else could have died for your sins, but Jesus did. And he wants to have a personal relationship with you. And he wants every sin that you've ever committed and every sin that you'll ever commit to be wiped from your record. Jesus Christ, born 
2,000 years ago, came to do that for you. I, I want to pray a prayer, and it's a, it's a prayer of salvation. It's a prayer that somebody who's never committed their life to be a Christ follower should consider praying with me right now. And I'm going to pray it slow enough that you have time to echo it where you're at. I'm just going to ask that everybody in the room would bow your head and close your eyes where you're at. And I'm going to pray this prayer. And if you sense that God is knocking on your heart tonight, and if tonight's the night that you want to commit your life to Lord Jesus, I invite you to echo this prayer. Dear Jesus, I believe that you're the king. I believe that you're the Lord. I believe that you are God. And I believe that I need my sins forgiven. And I believe you're the only one that can do that. And so tonight, I give my life to you. Be the king of my life for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Here's what we're going to do. Here's how we're going to end our service. Brandon and Austin, we're going to sing a couple more Christmas carols. You guys sound really good singing them. We're going to sing them slow and soft enough that you're not distracted by anything, but that you can think about the words that we're singing. We might even sing some of the songs that I already mentioned. And I want to just give you a minute to think about this miracle that God, the Son, would come and save us. Will you guys stand? Let's sing together. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. And to find out more about Three Creeks Church, visit threecreekschurch.com.